Hello and welcome to Tea Time Talks with JC and Ella. Um, teas. Teas, great start. Um, so I've gone for a classic peppermint. Um, I was very excited actually because I've been having quite a busy day, so it's quite nice to get back and have a nice warm and peppermint tea. So yeah, what about your tea? Today I've got a tea which I haven't tried before and it's by Bird and Blend and it's called, I think it's Dreamy Lemon and Lavender. I got it for my birthday. So that's exciting. Well, I can't wait to hear the verdict on that tea. Yeah, it's very like um, calm. It's kind of like vanilla-y. Oh, that sounds nice. But there's no vanilla in it, so yeah. I don't know where I'm getting that from. Yeah. I think herbal teas can be quite good, like chamomile is supposed to be quite a calming, yeah. um, like for you as well, yeah. like it's got some good calming things in, um, so yeah, so I like a herbal tea. Yeah, so today um, we are planning to talk, or discuss our opinions on, I guess, like sex education. The plan is that we're just kind of going to work out different thoughts. And yeah, so I was thinking, um, should we start, so I did an Instagram poll. Asking other people's opinions. So if I list them off, and um, we can see where we go from there. Yes, that's a really good start. Actually. I'm quite interested in that. Um, there were very many replies, because I know I am famous on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of them was, you never get taught the enjoyment of sex at school. You never get to enjoy yeah. it. It's seen as like a negative thing and something you shouldn't do. Yeah, no, definitely. I've heard that from a few people, so it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the other main one was... Gay sex or lesbian sex. It was oh, okay. lesbian sex specifically, but it works either way, doesn't it? Yeah. In terms of, like, the enjoyment of it or just... Or just, like, it. you don't get... I mean, sex is seen as man and woman on school. At yeah, least in my yeah. sex head. Yeah. It was always, sex is penis, goals inside vagina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, in relation... Both of them are kind of somewhat related because it just seems very clinical in terms of, like, sex makes babies and that's what it's there for rather than yeah. actually... Sex is also there for enjoyment for everyone within mm. everyone within society. Yeah, the main negative definitely is babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of um, not like they they scare you, but I guess they do. It's just like don't get pregnant, so then yeah. don't have sex. Did you have much um, STI talks? Um, we we had one science STI talk, and it was I think it was just on it was on HIV and AIDS. There was no kind of understanding of any mm. of the other um, STIs and in terms of like what to do if you want to get checked out so it was just kind of like very extreme rather than actually the day-to-day yeah. STI check so was that in like a biology lesson as opposed to a PSHE one yeah it was in a biology lesson and I think it was in year eight so I think at that point a lot of kids were kind of yeah you're not <laughs> that's not funny really, yeah, there, yeah I actually had it my first um when we did like sex in biology at school the teacher made everyone like was like okay let's get all the words out for willies and, <laughs> and everyone had to like put their hand up and say different words and like we got to like the end of all the dick names because there's quite a few of those yeah. and one of the boys in my class puts his hand up and goes vagina and my teacher was like well done lewis that's a really good one <laughs> um because it's seen as a weird word also vagina yeah yeah like, like people don't especially as a kid you can never call it vagina yeah i mean not that you call it a penis either but yeah it's weird the way i don't know you get taught weird like names for it instead of yeah what it's actually called yeah even 
also like um not nicknames but I know like with with a penis there's a lot of other different yeah. names that people kind of use on a day-to-day basis and it kind mm. of seems more um whereas with a vagina it's like your hoo-hoo or your yeah, ha-ha or your yeah. flower yeah, or badger have you ever heard badger way, <laughs> like which is not like scared to like confront what a vagina is yeah yeah <laughs> just call it something I think we had in my school um people were saying it was a powder puff a powder puff yeah i don't know what i don't know why but very bizarre rph am i saying like phse personal social health education yes okay um yeah so we had that in form time um, and so it was just a tutor that i don't think had like any training and like 20 minute chunks i think that they all do have to do some sort of training. But it's just what the curriculum tells you to teach isn't what we necessarily need to learn. Um, I did get a lot of STI education, though. My teacher went, I think that's what, was it in year 10? A lot of our focus was STIs and contraception, which is good because we went through every single type of contraception, which I think is pretty rare from conversations I've had. That is, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Actually, that's quite good that you have that. Because especially with, um, did you go through, like, the side effects and the, like, was that talked about? Or was it just... I can't really remember. I remember, like, it would be like, so, for example, they would have the coil and it would be like, it lasts for this long and this is where it goes and this is what it is. It was like a PowerPoint per one. So it wasn't, like, super in detail. It was an hour and they went through every single one. But, I mean you got a rough knowledge of yeah. what they all are. It didn't go through all the side effects, but, I mean, even the doctors don't tell you the side effects for the pill, for example. Yeah, no, 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 but that's what I was thinking in terms of, like, I guess if you just have, like, a rough understanding of it before, a lot of people get the pill without knowing any side effects because that's the one that's kind of... A lot of the time, that's the one that people get first. Yeah, yeah. So, Another interesting thing, talking about um, contraception, from a conversation that I was having yesterday, actually, is, so... You know the pill, if only... No, not the the morning after pill. Yeah. The, pill pill. the morning after pill only works if you're on the right stage of your cycle. Really? Yeah, so oh. if it only works... Uh, don't quote me on this. Yeah. I think it only works before ovulation and oh, not okay. afterwards. So if you go to get the morning after pill afterwards, you can't get it. They, like, ask you a few questions. Um, And so if you go after that, like, window, yeah. they can give you... The emergency coil instead but you can't have the morning after pill and obviously the coil's oh. a bit different and more invasive so mm. and you don't learn about that i just thought you could take the morning after pill whenever the fuck you wanted yeah no i thought that as well and I, i've taken the morning after pill and i didn't even know about that whilst did they um the person that you got it off like quiz you yeah on your cycle that's why they do it yeah i guess um in terms of that and it's hard because there is a lot of underfunding with nhs and with pharmacies but in terms of i think i was quizzed but a lot of the things that i was asked i didn't really know the relation that that had in terms of with the coil so Mm. it would be good i guess to see um not sorry with the coil with the um with the morning morning after after pill pill. (laughs) so many different forms of contraception um but to see them kind of explaining the the sip the process of taking the morning after pill and the complications that it does because i didn't even know about the side effects of the morning after pill but there are definitely or even the pill pill when i went on it i have a clue yeah yeah and they're quite common yeah it it is shocking, I think. Mm-hmm. And especially, I guess, because um, a lot of people was then in light of the AstraZeneca vaccine, a lot of people brought the, the risk of the blood clots from AstraZeneca and then in comparison to pill. And obviously, they've both got different implications, mm-hmm. but just in terms of the amount that that was brought to light with AstraZeneca in comparison to the pill. Yeah. 
kind of just shows people refusing to get the vaccine because of the blood clotting and then it's like but these many people are on the pill and this is how yeah. although it is a type of, different type of blood clotting etc etc yeah yeah i think more than anything it just showed like how are we not kind of more annoyed about the fact that there's so many different complications of yeah um, i was actually reading a really interesting article the other day about the pill well after that i um someone like posted something on my story that was like is a um, something about like the male contraceptive that they were looking at, like a male pill, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when it went into trials, um, there was side effect of mood swings, so they stopped doing it. Mood, yeah. s- mood swings. Yeah. I heard something as well. I mean, it's not from an article, but I think it was like maybe a tweet, so I don't know how factual it was. But there Yeah, was... I mean, mine was a newspaper article. I didn't go to like peer review papers. Yeah. But, but no, 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 but they, I think maybe, yeah. Um, I mean, the fact there isn't a male pill at this point. Yeah. It says a lot. Well, there was also there was another one that I heard about that was um, the side effects was weight gain, um, like mood swings, emotional like levels all over the place. And it was like, oh, no. that kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> that like, sounds like the pill. Yeah. <laughs> You've just got to get used to it as a woman. From your um, personal sex education, if you could change one thing or add one thing to the curriculum or take one away, what would be the change that you would make? Um... I think a big change would be, and I know teachers are trained in, in sex education, or they or should be slightly. Um, yeah, we don't know I, the dudes. I think it would be great to have people that genuinely know a lot. We, me and my friends at um, school, we, we all went to get tested together, and we joked That's that pretty cute. if we all drop out of uni, we should run like a sex education collective and go into schools and like sing about sex and like make <laughs> it like very fun and engaging. And I think... I mean, it's, it was a joke, but there is also something to be said in making sex education yeah. kind of, you've got a friendly face to it and you've got someone someone that actually knows how to approach it and is trained yeah. in that. And I think nowadays we don't, it's kind of just seen sex education as like, you've got, your schools just tick that box. Like yeah, you've yeah. done a little bit and that's it. Yeah. Rather than actually genuinely engaging mm. in sex education. One thing that I think should be changed is the separation of boys and girls. Yeah. So this didn't happen. We about that the other day. It didn't happen like later on when we were in like year ten when we were just talking about STIs and stuff. But when you're in, is it year five or year six? Your first kind of vision into sex ed, and then again in year eight we had an, a, like an assembly about girls. Your periods are gonna start. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But the boys are always taken away when you talk about periods. Which is really bizarre, and then it also then makes sense to when I I remember when I first started my period, um, and then even like going into university, and you know like with girls often you're like oh I'm on my period some of it yeah, yeah. all over the place. Sometimes I notice I'd say that to boys, and it would be like kind of a whoa like can I say get this? Away from me. <laughs> and it kind of, I mean, then I just stopped saying stuff to boys about my periods, and then yeah. it kind of made me realise that, that that things do have a consequence from from education. Yeah. It does have consequences in terms of boys perceptions of periods and mm. we we do need to talk about them and you should be able to be open about it with all your friends or relations yeah completely because <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal it literally happens every month and actually in relation to that we were talking about menopause recently i think yeah um, I didn't learn about menopause at school. No, I didn't learn about menopause. And I'm realising more and more that we actually need to be taught about menopause in terms of, like, a lot of... Like, my mum, I don't think she's gone through menopause yet, but she's getting ready for that. And <laughs> I... You know, you actually, as a as a child of someone that's going through menopause, you kind of want to know the right thing. Like, wanna, you want to know what's going on. Not only that, but it's um, the only way to kind of... It's not like you go to school when you're 
in your 30s or 40s that can be like well this is going to happen at your next stage of life yeah. if you're going to get taught about it in a formal way and make sure everyone has that for- start of education yeah. it's got to be at school level because otherwise yeah. I mean it's not going to happen obviously now we have google and stuff so you can go out and find that um information yourself but obviously you're you have to be good at research and have access to all those things yeah and so and it's easier for people that are I don't know it's a kind of privilege again in itself yeah and especially with google I remember um before I started talking to my friends about like sex education and like having those conversations I rely a lot on Google and there's a lot of bad stuff that can be on there as well. A lot mm. of, like, I remember when I um, looked into the implant, there was a lot of things that weren't actually true. Exactly, um, exactly. That's whereas, what I mean, whereas, in a way. Yeah, whereas an education system, when you have it on an education syllabus, it has to be fact-checked and it has to be actually talked about, I think, a lot of the time. Mm. If you if one's just relying on the internet, it can be quite an isolating experience yeah. learning about sex education. And also, like you were saying, at school, you're chances are your parents are going to go or your mum's if you have a mum your mum's probably going to go through menopause quite soon yeah and so it's probably like good so kids know what their parents are going through to a degree yeah completely because I think and then that can lead to an open conversation just genuinely being more open about women's health because if even your sons know roughly what happens and why it's happening yeah thing is I um I watched a film the other day that I'd really recommend it's called St St Francis, um, mm-hmm. and it's about basically one woman had an abortion, another woman um, was overworking herself because she was working and then she was also trying to be a good mum and then I think the other one was going through the menopause and it was all of these things that um, they weren't talking about and they were just kind of suffering alone and then it kind of like the ending was them all kind of sharing their experiences and it just kind of reminds you in terms of like girls on their periods and having mood swings but just trying to cover it up or um, women going through their menopause and still going to work and finding that very overwhelming a lot of women because we don't talk about it enough yeah just kind of are going through it by themselves yeah yeah that's very true yeah the more people you've got around you to support you the happier you can be yes completely problem shared is problem halved exactly (laughs) my community is so important um but that might be another podcast for another time Mm. The other thing which relates to what we were talking about before is when you get taught... So in year eight, I don't know whether you had this, we got we took home like a little box of different period products. No, I didn't. Which was quite a good... I think it must have been some sort of scheme that our um, school had. But you always... And it relates to other, like, I know in year five, year six, you get taught, right, when you have a period, you can use pads or tampons and that's it. Like, there aren't any other... Um, sanitary products which you get taught about yeah and actually for me when I started using the moon cup I like it really I would say transformed my life in a bit which sounds a bit extreme but the amount of times you don't have like um I used to forget um like to take tampons or pads to school and also I used to have a super heavy period at school so I would have to change a tampon like every hour at one point and so I would be sat in a class be like I really need to go to the toilet and I'll have to go to the toilet yeah. literally during every class which is kind of fucking annoying yeah, <laughs> and um, then also you have to make sure you've got whatever like six tampons to go through yeah. the day in and like having to do that math it's like if you just have this I know for me obviously it doesn't work for everyone but to have like one product that like genuinely would have like helped me a lot but I didn't know about them and I, I had heard about them from one of my friends actually because I know her mum used them but she was always very scared of it I guess they're quite big yeah so when you first start it would be scary yeah. it's like whoa that's a big item to yeah. show in there but to be if we had been taught about it and like 
there are loads of YouTube videos now of like people going, so this is how you fold it. So it's actually like not that big. Yeah. And if you just like expanded off these two sanitary products and also it's like better for the earth yeah. and like period pants as well and um, reusable pads. Yeah, completely. I think because um, in terms of what you're saying, I, I only use sanitary towels and I think that's a lot of the time because my mum used sanitary towels. So it's like kind of like you kind of follow in. From yeah, yeah. Because that's what you know. Um, so in terms of I get, but then like, you know. Do you know what was quite cute is me and my mum changed the moon cup at the same time. Oh, no, that is pretty cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess in terms of like that shows why it's so important to have sex education and to discuss different forms of contraception. So a lot mm. of the time you are just relying on another woman's experience that may not be your own um, in terms of like women having heavy periods, women having lighter periods, and then that kind of impacting the type of, con- not contraception, um, product that you use. product that you Sanitary, use. yeah. Yeah, completely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't really know enough about the moon cup. So, I mean, it's not that crazy. It's just a little. Yeah. I've got a fresh one if you want me to show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's just a little pl- silicon thing that it, yeah. it folds up so that it's not much bigger than a tampon. And actually, I I've tried to use tampons that applicators before, but I actually couldn't work out how the fuck to do it. Or I, I don't know. It didn't really work for me. Yeah. But it's actually easier to do because it's silicon, not like um cotton wool or whatever. Yeah. It, it slips right up. Oh, okay. <laughs> as yeah. opposed to kind of being frictionless because yeah. also you wet it before and it's oh like, okay no that does sound good i actually um because i'm on the contra- contraceptive implant i've not had a period for so long yeah yeah so i'm just <laughs> i mean apparently with an implant though it's a bit of like a 50 50 sometimes you just get no period sometimes you get i just get random ones on yeah, mine all over the i remember there was which is a bit annoying bleeding like for like a few a month and a bit just non-stop because mm. i think it was like just yeah i've had a month yeah, it goes all over fun. the place. <laughs> yeah. What would you say, so from your experience with the implant? Um, I prefer it to the pill because I'm super forgetful. Yeah. Um, and also with the pill, you have to take those like breaks that so you do have a period every month still. And so I first went on the pill because I had um, really heavy periods that made me really sick. So I right. quite often have to like leave school because I was throwing up. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Um, so I saw the doctors and they put me on the pill. Didn't explain any side effects. Going to put that in there. Mm. But they were like, this will fix it. So I went on the pill and it was most of the time okay. Yeah. Um, and I remember I tried to come off it to see whether I still had, re- like, felt sick and stuff. And I did. Um, what was I going to say? And then when I got to uni, I was just bored of taking the pill and I'm really forgetful. And so I was like, and you told me about your implant. So I went to get the implant. Um, which actually for most of the time I haven't had periods on, but recently I've started having them kind of sporadically. Yeah, yeah, um, it is a little bit all over the place, which kind of doesn't scare me, but I think it is quite weird because there's no consistency to it. It's like, yeah. oh, does, will this in any way reflect my hormones? or? Well, it's meant to be with more... Oh, actually, maybe not with the... With the pill, it's not like an actual period. Yeah. When you bleed in between, it's just like... Um, can't remember what they call it but it's not like a period yeah um whereas i think with the, i know with the coil especially with the non-hormone coil it, it is like an actual period i don't know with the implant because obviously you've still got the hormone so i feel like it probably is yeah i think it should be. but i know with the with the pill with the pill it isn't it's like a 
break and actually you know they have to they tell you that you have to take a break but you, you don't you, you don't, don't have to it's bullshit yeah. it's like been scientifically proven you don't yeah but the doctors are always like take a break every month and max you can take in a row is three but like it's bullshit well apparently i had um someone posted on instagram that the reason that that was there in the first place was the person that created the pill or sort like maybe a pressure group around it still wanted women to have periods yeah. because it was like you know that's a woman's duty i guess in a way mm. um, i can't remember the reason for it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it does. It's even like I mean, it, this isn't necessarily related to sex education, but um, we were having that, a conversation with one of our housemates, was talking about child um birthing, and like child birthing, child birthing, whatever, child birth, Ch- child birth, <laughs> child birth. There we go. We got there eventually. Um, and the way that you were positioned as like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, if we were sat the way that we would sit, like on all fours, on the toilet. Oh, is it on? Or maybe it's on all fours. Yeah, but the back, the back lying on your back is meant to be really bad. But that's like the way hospitals yeah. do it. Yeah, because it's traced, it's rooted back in like one a king at one point wanted women to sit in that way, and then that <laughs> having an it just like any, I guess it just makes you question the amount of kind of like underlying sexism within medical practices mm. that you kind of put not you put on a pedestal but i d- i would never want to question um a doctor that advised me to take yeah. a break on, on on a pill i was maybe gonna mention i mean i don't know how like relevant it is but the tv series sex education because we did have some mm-hmm. interesting conversations i mean it is called sex education well that was the thing is i kept <laughs> on saying sex education and i'd just be thinking of gillian anderson and and then i was like no that's not what we're talking about um so i didn't know whether there was any thoughts that you had in relation because it's been so long since i've watched it although you did watch bits of it when i was watching do you know what we haven't talked about which i guess they do talk about in there it's female pleasure yes definitely and also healthy relationships like that should be taught yeah no completely and consent i never got taught about consent sorry everything just like came to the top of my head then it was the the TV series Sex Education for you, there's a lot of different yeah. themes that are addressed. We didn't even, you know, the tea video, we didn't even get shown the tea video. No, we. the only reason I know about the tea video is my mum told us about it and me and my brother were both okay. laughing, be like, oh, <laughs> mum, bloody hell, like, stop talking to us about that. But actually, thank God she did, because it's a really... I only know about it from recent recently on social media it's been recirculating <laughs> yeah yeah complete i mean honestly thank god for social media within the 21st century for young people um i guess it's just making sure that that's not the end also one of the the uh, consent is really important it's not only for um i'm gonna i'm gonna say men but in not only for people i mean it's mainly men <laughs> predominantly men um not only to know what's right and what's wrong but also so girls or women or uh, so people also know when something's done something that has been done to them is wrong yeah because if you haven't been taught um if you aren't able to give consent then it is wrong whatever it is yeah then you don't know that it's wrong yeah completely you might think you're like oh, why do I feel like this? Because nothing happened was wrong. Completely. But it Um, was. I was talking to someone the other day in terms of, like, power dynamics in society and the implications that that has on sex. And, um, I mean, it's, I guess, in some ways, it's kind of enforcing stereotypes, but because of certain patriarchal systems, there's, um, like, maybe within the bedroom, 
sometimes it seems like men are exerting a significant amount of yeah. power that sometimes I know from my experience you you don't necessarily know what to do in those situations mm. um and that's why it's so important to watch those videos because yeah. it is kind of working working out what consent is and not mm. having to kind of just let the patriarchy affect every part of your life including your your sex life as well yeah because it does seem like it does just kind of have like a underlying impact in every part of a woman or a person's life yeah 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 and um and also um more of kind of like a i'm gonna say subtle not really subtle but people get coerced into sex a lot and realizing that that's wrong um yeah because a lot of people don't realize that if you've if you've said no but then someone's persuaded you to say yes it, it's still rape yeah no completely and it's and it's having those conversations because a lot of the time you know um there was that um there was a, a rape court case that i think the the person defending the the rapist essentially mm. like brought the pants out and it went oh, viral yeah. and it was like oh they were asking for it and if you have people that are saying that in response to certain people coming forward then it mm. just makes it a very toxic atmosphere and, and you don't necessarily want to have yeah. those conversations about whether that was consent or not whether you were raped or not and i guess it just it seems like it's very kind of currently sex education is very dominated by men yeah 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 also the whole um language around it is so um victim blaming in itself but people go people go um i'm trying to think of what i'm trying to say the words like normally when you when you see headlines in newspapers about rape cases yeah it's like girl wearing this gets assaulted yeah instead of being like man does this to woman yeah yeah, yeah. it's that it's getting that's what i'm trying to say so the woman it's when it's reported it's the act is happening to the woman rather than the man is committing an act right so so for example if i were to murder you yeah reports would say ella murdered josie yeah whereas if (laughs) it was rape it would be josie got raped yes yeah if you see what i mean yeah yeah yeah. no i do see, I and if you look at it with any other it. crime it's it's you would never focus have the victim as the title in it yeah title? i'm not good at grammar for whatever yeah the but main subject the main subject isn't normally the victim yeah. but when it comes to rape and sexual assault cases the main title is always the woman and so in it, and which means when you read it initially you're thinking oh it's their fault yeah instead of or, or you're more likely to think that it's kind of persuading yeah, you in yeah. that side on that way of thinking rather than oh the abuser should have something done to them which is very interesting something that i didn't i've not even noticed and i guess it kind of makes you realize the amount once of it once it gets unnoticed yeah. once it gets pointed out you're like you i guarantee now you'll like notice that everywhere be like oh that's yeah fucked. oh that's weird yeah, yeah yeah no completely and that, yeah i think it does just make you realize how kind of is it i don't know whether the right word is systemic but yeah. Um, yeah. Systemic sexism. Um, sexism is, and the implications that that does have on, on sex and um, consent and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in relation, I guess. Well, we were talking about sex education, the TV show. Another one that I watched recently that I thought was really good for sex education, quite graphic, you could say, was Normal People. 
Mm, you um, always say this. I don't know. I didn't like all the sex scenes in it, but I was watching it with my parents. <laughs> yeah, I I also was watching it with my parents. But you're, um, you're, I think you're very open about sex with your mum. <laughs> I mean, more my mum is very... Or your mum is very open with sex yeah, with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was interesting because she, I guess, she's not of her time, but, you know, she's watched certain tv shows and it's interesting seeing kind of the development and yeah. through that kind of feeling a sense of positivity mm. that things are getting somewhere but um yeah normal people i think was in terms of a a more honest portrayal of sex that i, I mean no we've mm. not necessarily talked I about think but that, porn. I, just, I, I didn't like that it went on for like 15 minutes yeah but it <laughs> felt more like um more natural i mean i don't really watch yeah. porn. I've never really liked the idea of it, to be honest, but I can also appreciate that a lot of people do, and that's mm. great that... But if you do, pay for it. Exactly. Um, but it's just in terms of the standards of just women that, that porn can kind of establish in terms of, like, being shaved, um, like, mm. women's and body hair, I think just it's just shocking in terms of a lot of people, That's especially a lot of boys, that's what they're consuming for their form of sex yeah, education. Yeah, yeah. And then in terms of, you know, ideas of consent, that's mm. never acknowledged in porn. And maybe if they, if they did, maybe say it at the start. That's why hey, it should, would you like to? That's why it's really important that we get to it at school. Because, uh, I mean, there's... I, how much can you really control porn? There's always going to be a black market for it. Yeah. And it'd be good if, like, the big sites... Like, Pornhub, fucking... <laughs> you had to pay for it and everything. But all the videos got went up there would be checked... And yeah. every video was consented for. You know, I yeah. know people that have had a video. I, well, I know someone that's had a video of them uploaded to Pornhub. That's shocking. Mm. It's like, yeah. literally, it, it's a fucked up website. Also, yeah, yeah. like, some of the categories of porn on there also completely fucked. Um, I can't remember. I've gone on a ramble now. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. If we got taught about, like, consent in schools. Yeah. And got taught. Like, if they were like, so porn, everyone knows teenage boys watch porn. Yeah. Talk about it. Be like, you're going to watch porn, okay, but in porn, they don't do consent. Yeah. Everyone, like, the body types that are shown aren't normal. Yeah. Um, Normalised, like, they're like, you could just teach them, be like, yeah. okay, this is porn, this is a portrayal, but like a movie, it's not fucking real. Yeah, yeah, completely. And uh, this is, they're never not going to show consent. You have to do consent. Yeah. It's like a movie. They've just missed that out. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do it. And um, also body types. Everyone comes in different shapes and sizes and have hair. So yeah. also that. <laughs> no, my mum was reading um, a Caitlin Morat. Callum Miranda. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've read one of her books. It might have been the same one. Is it called um, How to Be a Woman? Yes. Yeah. And Mum was saying that basically Callum Moran was talking about doing this kind of, like ethical porn and mm. porn that genuinely you know involves consent um, and um, she was kind of talking about it in like a DIY idea of porn <laughs> that like we could all make our own porn and make it like a more honest portrayal. Um, you could say like a democratization of porn, I guess in a way. Um, but in terms of like from what I've heard from people that have watched porn, it doesn't it doesn't seem to kind of focus on like a broad understanding of enjoyment. It seems very kind of very yeah, staged. Sure. Um, and then there was like and a under the male gaze. 
very under the male gaze, which is what I think normal people were taught they did quite effectively. Yeah. Was I mean, not it that it was porn. <laughs> no, it wasn't porn, but it was, um, I think it kind of highlighted a gap in the porn industry that, like, mm. a lot of themes... Apparently, I think this is what kind of Maran was saying, that, like, um, a lot of um, women, like, but there was, like, a, a survey that they did. Mm. Uh, women's arousal, a lot of the time, comes from, like, um, hand touch or... Touch. Touch, yeah. yeah. And like um kind of that kind of dimension to porn is sure. never you de- never have that you had that in normal people and it makes you realise that yeah. a lot of the time porn is just catered towards men yeah. and women just kinda have to go along with that and that's the And also leading on for this, female pleasure or just like pleasure in general from sex. I didn't not that I get to talk about male pleasure, but they all seem to know fucking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas women are just like, Oh, this is for the men. Okay, cool. A lot of the time girls don't realise that it's also for them <laughs> yeah no completely but then I think that a lot of the time that maybe like in terms of what we're talking about with um porn and it being like very on the male gaze yeah they get to kind of see all the different yeah that's true things that they can experience but it's not, not the really women the can't watch porn what not the women can't watch porn no just but in- do I yeah, think. I mean, even just in terms of watching it, you kind of like you take on those ideas of like, oh, this is what men have to make yeah. them happy, but yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. focusing on women, um, which is yeah. Then it kind of relates to what we're talking about, mm. um, and even I don't know whether we had a conversation about it, but wanking, a lot of men seem to be able to talk about that. Yeah, whereas like, I like, especially at school, like if you mentioned that you wanked as a girl, like what yeah you can't say that yeah Yeah, you shouldn't do that yeah it's like evil (laughs) yeah it's shocking (laughs) um and yeah i guess it just kind of makes you realize the massive disparities from a young age with in terms of what you're saying you know what happened at my school this is like a crazy thing about it now and the boy that did it was like yes i've no you're right but he i mean this is really fucked he stripped off in the bus and wanked you told me about that. Yeah, I was just like, I'm still quite. What? Yeah, that is that is shocking. And I don't know how much punishment he faced. Like he got like suspended for a bit, but I mean, I don't know whether they actually talked to him about how fucking problematic it was. Which, because it is very problematic. Like if he had done that a few years later. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think that th- I guess the thing is, is boys aren't challenged in. I mean. Meanwhile, girls can't even say they can wank. Boys are doing it on the buses. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Well, even, I mean, this is a whole different point as well, but, like, um, the amount of incidents that happened within my school with, with boys um, and consent that yeah. wasn't challenged. And there was one boy in particular that then ended up being deputy um, house captain. No, deputy head boy. Yeah, yeah. And it was a well-known fact what he'd done. Um, and it's just kind of, you know, schools yeah, yeah. just completely forgotten about it when they're literally there... They're teaching teenagers. Of course, yeah, these yeah. themes are going to come up and you're going to have to challenge also, them. Also, I saw... Um, do you know the Instagram account, Cheer Up Love? I think you might have told me about it. Yeah, so they... Um, she quite often does, like, polls and goes, um, any stories about this kind of incident, any stories about this, and then anonymously shares, like, people's um, things on her stories. She does other stuff on her page, but on her stories, she does that a lot. And um, she did one the other day of, like, playground games or something along those lines like in school things that were so normalized at the time and now you think of them it's kind of like sexual assault yeah and did you used to have that um thing at your school where like in truth or dare games people used to play it where boys would like stroke up your leg yeah and you had to like 
if you did it too low, then you were frigid. If you did it too high, then you're a slut. You had to, like, pick the perfect, like, thing. Yeah. Also, like, just random as... What? Yeah. It is... And the thing is, I remember that literally happens in every school. Yeah. And therefore, maybe schools or the education system... I, I mean, I don't know whether maybe teachers don't know that it's not happening. I mean, I mean, come every- on, they do. Like, people at my school had, like... I mean, everyone's gone through school. Yeah. They know that's happening. Exactly. But it's like, you know, why why isn't it not talked about? Why is it not challenged? It's like they're just kind why of... Why don't you teach some, consent? Yeah. Educa- some, the education system just kind of seems to be in denial of what their responsibility and therefore what is happening yeah. within schools. Um, it's the amount of stories I've heard from my own school in particular. And that's that's a what... Like, it's just reflective yeah. of a wider crisis. Well, it's we like have. this thing that's going on at the moment, the, like, um, anonymous forum where they've, like, just had people from all over talking about stories. It's like schools and universities. Um, have you heard about this? I so when it first went out, everyone thought it was, like, a private school thing, yeah. and then, like, it left it a bit longer, and it's, like, schools everywhere from every place, universities, across the, including Liverpool, yeah. across that, obviously. Um, everywhere. I mean, it happens everywhere all the time. Yeah. And, I don't know, I think people don't realise how bad it is. Well, I think most girls do. But a lot of people don't realise how, like, I don't know, normalised it is. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never spoken to anyone which hasn't gone through, a girl that hasn't gone through some sort of sexual harassment. Yeah. No, like, I don't. what? Think, yeah. It's, it's shocking. And it's like, I think that the statistic, that 97% thing. I, I was surprised it wasn't 100. <laughs> yeah, surprised it wasn't 100 and surprised that that's only just come out, like, why didn't we? Yeah, we all knew it. We all knew it. Ten years ago. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's just kind of, it literally took until 2021 to know this statistic that we all knew a long time ago. Um, and and this does need to be taught at school because it's super prevalent. Um, like, that's when it happens the most. Like, it was 18 to 24 year olds, but this happens school onwards. Like, and university is like a big one. Like, for example, that statistic that I found the other day that three in five students, so that's not just female students that's all students yeah whatever gender um three and five have experienced sexual harassment and if you think that 97 percent of women i mean that's two that's in percentage what's that 60 percent yeah of all students so say 50 percent of um but anyway you get the idea yeah yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, boys are involved too but yeah it, yeah, I think it is just. Um, uh, it was a really long and rambly no, way to say that. No, you're making sense. <laughs> I there was recently something at my school where a boy has been outed for something relating to consent, mm. um, and he has since said, "I'm like, I'm really sorry. I, j- I didn't know." And I mean, there's only so much you can really uh, like. You know, I yeah, don't know the situation. The point goes out like. Consent needs to be fucking taught. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like you know, actually, boys boys need to know about what consent is because I yeah. guess then the thing is then they're relying on porn a lot. My mum was telling me apparently there was one incident that she's heard about that was mm. like I think it was someone shared on a blog that a boy and a girl were like starting to like have sex and the boy started like strangling. Um, and then the girl was... Without even asking. Yeah, and the girl was like... Do you know like, what? That happened, oh, that, that's, um, that's happened to me before. Someone just started doing it. I was like, mm, stop, please. Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly, yeah. It's such a... And I think because a lot of the time they just watch porn and this, the girl was like, oh, why are you doing that? And it's like, oh, I thought that's what you wanted. No, like, you that's what I've ask. seen on... You can ask. And yeah. then if they say yes, okay. But you can't just do it without asking. Yeah. Well, Imagine like, if they started being fucking strangled without... 
what yeah the thing is it does i think especially in terms of i mean it sounds like i'm just really angry with porn but it's having a conversation the other day with someone (laughs) yeah i am but it's like actually it's sex is between two people and it should be you know it's something that you're sharing Mm. but a lot of the time it seems like it's kind of just in a very not clinical thing but it's like this is what i've seen on tv so i'm going to do this and Mm. it's not really actually expressing your you as a person yeah all the edge all the education that you really have around sex comes from what you watch. Yeah. Like, and so, kind of what, in it, I'm not trying to excuse it, but in a way, what do we expect if we don't teach people? No, exactly. <laughs> yes. Teach. Yeah. <laughs> Education is the way I d- forward. I do feel like increasingly... Everything I'm angry with in, in society, I'm like, the, the answer is in education. I don't know whether I'm just relying overly on education, but I do I mean, think... But it feels... I'm, I kind of agree, like, it stems from... But also, not just education, but an equal education. Yeah. Like, everyone being educated in the same thing, in the same way. Yes, completely. Yeah. So. So, that'd be that. Um, these episodes are going to be weekly from now on, we hope. Yes, um, and we have some very exciting plans. Um, yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>